Hello? Hi, it's Robert. Do you want to be on the show? Never call me again. Hello, welcome. My name is Robert, and this is Never Call Me Again. Hello? Justice, how are you? I'm good, Robert. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How's the, um, how was the Pizzoli last night? I saw on Instagram you, um, I didn't know you cooked. Oh, it was, it was pretty good. It was pretty good, honestly. It was my first time making it, but. Really? It looked really good. It, yeah, um, it was, it was exceptional. It took like three and a half hours. Wow. Total time. And so, did you, really? did you use a family recipe or what, where did you get the recipe? No, I got the recipe on, uh, YouTube. Good old YouTube. It was uh, this this guy Maddie Matheson. Um, had a, had a had this little fun cooking show on YouTube called The Just a Dash that I watched. A nice little pozole recipe. Pretty fun. Good time. That's fun. You, know, you got to fill the time here nowadays. Exactly. You know, I um everything that I don't know how to do, I I go to YouTube and I at least attempt, and I, sometimes I fail, but. YouTube's pretty good, and so... Yeah, I'm a pretty big advocate of YouTube. I mean, I taught myself piano on YouTube. <laughs> really? Um, yeah, <laughs> back in high school. That is that is crazy. Um, I know. <laughs> we're going to... And so, very soon, we're going to start doing video um, podcasting, and so that will that will be on YouTube. And so we'll... Oh, awesome. Yeah, it, it's going to be fun. And so... You know, speaking of, you know, finding things to do and staying busy, you know, during the, the shutdown, um, you um, you managed to record an album in isolation. Oh, thank you. You know, I just, uh, I'm, I just got done talking to the guy who's mastering it this, uh, maybe an hour ago. So that should be done next week. And then, yeah, the, uh, my first album, first album in the can. And so... Is this going to and so is it is it going to be available in album as well? Um, so the physicals for it are probably going to come after I release it digitally. So it's it's just going to be released digitally on day one, probably with an exclusive uh, CD and tape run or exclusive cassette tape run. I think. How how has um how has the new June album um. How is it? How is it? Um, how is it done so far? How is what? How the new June? Uh, new June, that album. How has oh! it? How has it performed? New June, you know, it's, it's doing well. It's just uh, this past week, it started really. It was. It was. I had a good response from like friends and uh, a few fans and stuff. But this week, it started getting like I got like a couple, like a thousand plays, like two thousand plays this week alone. Nice. So it's trying to really pick up. That's awesome, and um, and so in in addition to the album being available over over you know digitally over media, it's also the first track on the Situation Chicago album. Yes, yeah, the the that's when it ends from New June is on is the first track on the Situation Chicago record, which was. Both is a great opportunity just to support the places that I just love to hang out at and uh, a great cause. 
Do you, and so have you played at the, any of the venues that, um, are big, being benefited by the album? Yeah, I've played at quite a few. Um, I've, I have a residency at Dorian before the pandemic that I loved. It was about once a month. Um, I don't know if Moe's is on there, but I used to play at Moe's. I played at Chop Shop and I played at Reggie's before with, uh, this rapper Khaled B. Before I started making my own music in town, I was a, a pianist for a lot of rappers and stuff. Nice. And so, um, I know that, and so I talked to Trey just a few days ago and, um, he was telling me that, you know, they've got music coming in for the next album. Are you going to be on the next album? I am, I am not going to be on the next album. I am not buying it. (laughs) (laughs) But I I do have, I will say that I, I, my, I will be there in some way, but me, myself, I'm not. There's a, there's a, I think there's a remix of mine going on the album. Okay. So I will be there in some form. All right, so we will not boycott the album then. We will, you can't boycott we'll, Situation Chicago. <laughs> we'll continue to support them. Because uh, they're okay. awesome, and it's it's amazing that you got the opportunity to do that. And what's what's really crazy is, and so I have the album. It's, it's actually right behind oh. me. Awesome. And yeah, um, Trey actually sent it to me. And so we sat down and did exactly what we're doing here. And he said, Hey, I'm going to send you the album. And so a couple of weeks later it arrived and I was like, it's Ooh. my album. I think. And so I ordered t-shirts and I, I think I got the t-shirts and the album on the same day. It was kind of like, Christmas. Oh wow. Yeah. And so wow, that's good. you, you share space on that album with some really impressive artists. How does that feel? Oh, it's, a, it's quite the honor. I'm not going to lie. It was pretty cool. I mean, like to be able to go, like go to my uncle's or to bring the album to my uncle and be on the same album as like Jeff Tweedy, um, or even like, I'm a, I'm a big Rick Wilson fan. So that, 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 it was pretty cool. It was a pretty good feeling. A lot, a lot of pride. It was nice to, it really put, let me feel, uh, accepted by this town, which I'm not, I wasn't raised here, but I lived here for about five and a half, six years. I've really found a love for it and call it home. And just, I felt a lot of pride to be included in such an amazing line of musicians. And, and so where were you raised? Um, Kalamazoo, Michigan, actually. Really? And I'm so yeah. I'm from I'm from Owasso, Michigan. I don't, do you know where that is? No. What, what, what part? It is. I would say about thirty minutes from Flint. Um, people that are from people that are oh, from Owasso Flint. don't know where it is, and so no. it's it's little. Okay. Yeah, that's a little ways away. So that's awesome. Another Michigander. Look at us. Yeah, I know. It just <laughs> seems. Um, there are a lot of people in the Chicago area from Michigan, and it's it's nice you gotta have to have somewhere to go. Yeah, you know, and and so we we were all fortunate enough to escape. Um, yeah, that's how. That's kind of you know, I I love Michigan. I I just am really happy to be from there and not there. I, I, I love that I'm from there, and I'm content, and I'm content with where I live. <laughs> exactly, and so um, <laughs> if it when it if it, if I cannot speak today. I've had this problem the entire day. If, and I know, (laughs) 
if and when it ends. Um, is, and so that's the that's the the track that is on the Situation Chicago album. And this track, believe it or not, has has caused some contention in our house. And so my girlfriend, I played the I played the the song for her, and she said first thing she says to me is what's he using to make his voice sound like that and I and so my response was I think that's his vocal cords I think that's his voice with along with the instrument I think that's him and so that's your voice right um so it it, I mean it is me singing but I do have a a wild I do but I, I if I'm not mistaken, I ran a vocoder at the same time. So it's, it's I ran the exact same. I just uh, it's the same vocal track, but ran over itself, so it starts to like kind of go in and out of phase. And I affected it with a vocoder, so it's it's it's, a, it's my voice, but heavily affected. Well, so I will, I'm actually, I'll just edit this part out because I'm not going to lose this argument. It's just not going to happen. <laughs> and so, okay. you know what I mean? Okay. We'll just, we'll yeah, get rid yeah. of it. I don't, I don't normally do that, but, um, I can I'll be a, say, I'll just say it was my voice. Awesome. And so okay. I win. Um, no problem. <laughs> but the, um, and so tell me about, tell me about the album. Tell me about that, that song in particular, because we're going to play that song in a minute. Well, it's been one of them. Um, you know, it, at that time, I was I was I'd been alone for maybe two or three weeks, uh, just in this apartment, and I just needed something to like look forward to. You know, I the the, the prospects of my career seemed like they were slipping away, and you know, we were all kind of just in this moment of stasis. So at the time, I just started, well, the song kind of started with the string section. I thought, I thought, I just wanted to make a song that had all of these little, little, da, da, just like, like all these little waves, and I wanted them to come in one after each other. I wanted it to be a boom, a boom bop, but I, so I, I, I got the strings down, and then I immediately saw the drum beat and put that in. And then I sat with it for a little bit. And I was just looking out the window and thinking to myself. And I was just like, I am so sick of being in this room. I was just, and I just said to myself, if I ever get out, I'm never coming back. And then that was, that was it. I just realized I had a song there. And I just tried to start from the beginning. I wanted to start, I wanted to really take a second to get to how much I truly felt that we were all kind of, you know, the monotony of, of, of life at a time like that can really get to you. I just, it just felt like an expression of an eagerness to leave, but the wisdom of knowing that we, we can't right now. So right. let's go watch out. It, um, and so when I, when I heard the song, I was, you know, and so it, it captured the way I felt at the time. And it, it, I think it captured the way so many people in the world have felt over the last, you know, eight or 10 months of everything is going on. You, your hands are tied. There's, you know, there's so many things you would love to do to, to change things, to fix things. And, you know, I think when, you know, maybe the, maybe the good 
thing is, is that we all had time to, to really reflect and understand who we were, who we are, and, and who we want to be. The song just really, really captured this sense of, of being trapped, and, and I think everybody can resonate with that. Let's play the track. Pardon? <laughs> There's a man standing around the things that I own. He's getting real high after being all alone. With his mind in a hole, and beaten by the stove. And I don't really know. But if it goes from all to 12, I can see my man be no more. I'm sick of the life. I'm sick of my walk. I'm tired of the sight. Being by myself, I can't take it anymore. I just want to say hi. But I have to say no. And if I ever get out, I am a going home. For the night and I. In the heart, in the hole With my eyes to the sky And my head to the stone Though I look real nice This shit's getting old If I ever get out I never come home You might start in the night You might cry till the morning You may heap, you may howl You can scream to your soul but if you hear the goodbye, no one hears you anymore. And if you ever get out, you ain't ever coming home. Yo, wait, never. Like, ne- wait, never. Like, never, wait, never say never. You know, Brandy said that in the 90s, my G. Like, come on, never coming home. That's, you ain't ever coming that's home. crazy. Like, I gotta go to the crib. That's where, that's where I started, you know? I'm being treated like royalty out here doing big shows, but... I wanna chop it up with the fam Like that shit matters anymore And what's the point of the night If there's nobody there anymore And I don't wanna die But I miss human hope If I ever get out I ain't ever coming home I wanna dance with my city I gotta find me And that shit's moving slow If I ever get out I ever come home So when was the last time you, you heard that? Do you listen to your own music? <laughs> I do. I do sometimes, yeah. I would too. I would, you know, if I if I had any if I had any talent and any ability, um, I would listen to my own music. And so, who was yeah. who was on the album with you, or on the who was on so, the song? So that's my friend Ishe, and he is a rapper from Chicago, grew up here on the South Side, currently living in New York. We make a lot of music together. I have uh, my first single was we were featuring Ishe, and he's on New June. He's also going to be on multiple songs for my next record. So we make a lot of music together. 
just nice. uh, uh, yeah, he's a rapper and producer. Uh, we used to be in a band together called Chromotherapy huh. a few years ago. Awesome. And and so, do you do you do you have to? So does do you, do each of you record since since um Ishay's in New York and you're in Chicago? Do you record, uh, we record separately, separately and then combine? Yeah. So I I just I I had that space in the middle of the song and I knew I wanted him to do a few lines, but I I didn't know how I wanted to to rap or sing because he's also sing, and so I sent the track over. And this was before I had finished the end of it, I think. But yeah, in in six hours, I I got a email. This is hey, I figured I figured something out, and it kind of comes back with the hey yo part, and I just thought it fit so well. And yeah, the song was song was done that day. That's amazing. And so, did you did you record this at home, or did you where did you record oh, this? So I recorded pretty much all my music at my apartment in my dining room. Wow. Uh, I just have a yeah, real skeleton a skeleton setup. So do you do you have do you have like acoustic tiles up or how are you how are you doing this no, without no reverb? I don't, I don't have I don't have any like great equipment or any audio dampening. I just have my ear I tell my roommate to be real quiet. Huh. I wait for no cars to pass by. <laughs> in Chicago. Yeah, in Chicago. I live on the north side of Chicago. So, yeah. It's, you know, it, 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 you got to be real determined. And I, 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 I figure I got, all, I got all this time. You know, if I want it, I'm going to make it happen. I don't, I don't necessarily need There's ways around. All, all the extra sound equipment and all the things they have in my studios, those are all extra, you know. You don't need it. It just makes it easier. If I go, if I attack it with that mentality, I can get a lot more done. That's what I do. That's insane. You know, I have, um, and so I take, um, I take lazy to like this whole new original level of, I, I actually, I actually made acoustic panels and, um, nice. And there, but here's, here's the, here's the clincher is, um, they are about six feet away leaning up against the wall not being used and um because that's just my, oh my that's, you, that's you my brand of, that's my brand of laziness i just don't they don't look good um anywhere oh, really? so i'm more worried about my aesthetic than i am my sound and so people listen that. they like it and you know i don't know i'm just lazy like that so that's just the way it is but i really I cannot imagine. And so I, I do this and I, you know, I periodically will get a dog bark, you know, a block away is a thriving fire station. I'm two blocks from a highway. And, oh man. Right. And so it can be a nightmare, but it, it, oh, yeah. it goes really well. And, and so then I'm listening to you and I'm like, so he's doing this in his dining room, no sound dampening, no nothing. Are you using a, a condenser mic or a di- dynamic? Yeah, mic? I do have a I do have a condenser mic. Unbelievable! Yeah. And I oh would... yeah, well it's it's a it's a it's a directional it's a directional condenser. So I mean, it it it, it works once again. It helps. There's, there's like this golden hour, like nine, like eight thirty to like ten thirty, when my voice is warmed up, and that's when I usually record the most. 
And so, are your are your neighbors are your neighbors cool? Are the walls thick or or what's? Well, listen. The thing is, I don't think the I we, we talk to them sometimes. I have this suspicion okay. that they don't hate it all the time. But there's no this like I've been the past couple of months. I've been recording my full length album, and there's no like this, okay. my neighbors must have heard some of these songs a hundred times. Like I got, I got to make them some muffins or something. Yeah. What? Or the... actually bring them some Pizzole. Yeah, that's huh? what I'm. That is exactly what I was gonna say. You could just bring them some pozole and say, "Hey, yes. you know, um, I've got a few tracks left. What What are your favorite muffins?" And um, yeah, you should be good to go. That's um, exactly. That's unbelievable. And so we have um, where where my studio is, and it's it's in my house. And so downstairs we have a um, in the basement area um, a live streamer um, gamer and oh right and so right and it's very you know gaming is very animated and so sometimes there's you know these hoops and hollers and very odd um things being said that i think just should embarrass you but um and and so that happens and i don't pick it up and so i use a dynamic mic i don't i have not braved the condenser I'm, i'm jealous of that because the sound i don't know if i would do it for live or maybe for this long of stuff Right. It it just produces a really amazing sound. And so I, I'm I'm sitting here with my on my phone, I've got this article brought up about you. And it describes your music as a blend of soul and psych pop. Is that is that accurate? Is that your words? Is that someone else's words? How do you describe that's, your music? That's not my my words. Honestly, I feel like that's a pretty good description. It's I've 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 been really struggling in this in recent months to try to figure out what genre to even label my music as. And not because I'm trying to bend, be like this ultimate genre bending musician or something. I just legitimately don't know. Cause it, I mean, it, it's definitely, definitely, it's like electronic a little bit, but there's soul and jazz influences. But at its heart, I mean, pop, I'm a pop musician. But I'm trying to do things and I take my influences and stuff and try to do a little differently, but still try to incorporate these big sounds that, that people will hopefully uh, attach to. And I'm trying to show, or I guess I'll put a little window into how I'm, how I'm feeling half the time. Or... Right. And okay. Sorry, what were you going to say? No, go ahead. I was going to say, I would say that I make, definitely make emotional music. That's right. If that's a genre of, of music, it, it's entailing of emotion. I think the, um, the sense that I get with your music is that um, I, I feel like you are very present in, in, in what you do and in, in how you play and how you sing in the lyrics. I think it just really... I think it's a genre, you know, kind of, you know, of its own in that sense that it, you know, really good art um, contains the artist. And, and I think you have definitely accomplished that. It, um, well, thank you. You know, and, and the thing with pop, um, pop really can be anything it wants to be. Art, art, there are no rules with art. Art, art is what it is. Art is created how it is created, and, and yeah. art is art. And, um, and, and art doesn't care. We care, but art doesn't care. I was, sure. um, we were watching, um, 
it's on Netflix. Um, I cannot think of her name. Um, lady from Chicago. She's an author. Um, and, and so anyway, she was talking about a Picasso being sold at, you know, we'll call it Sotheby's. And, um, you know, when the, when the, when the painting was brought in, there was no applause, there was crickets when it sold for like a hundred million dollars, they applauded. And, um, and she thought it was ridiculous. I think it's ridiculous. Um, uh, yes, the value of it. Right. Yeah. It's, it's whatever people just say it is, which, Exactly. And and so I think that's what your music is. It's it's whatever you say it is. And so in this in this article, I think it's the the deli. Um there is a photo of you above the article. Is that your dining room? Pardon? There's a photo of you above this article in the deli. Oh room. yeah. Is that your dining room? Yes. That's awesome. And so I'm looking and so there's this tall like display case thing with looks like books yeah, and such in the there. And, and stuff. Right. Yeah, there's the that, glass that, doors. That's the, and that seat's where I record all, all my music. And there's all these <laughs> wonderful hard surfaces that you just do not care about. And I, I love that. I respect that. Because uh, <laughs> I freak out every time I push record in this room. And five minutes later, I just don't care. And ultimately, I don't care because I'm lazy. But you're yeah. doing this purposely, <laughs> and you're producing something absolutely unbelievable. And so we know that it. you you got your start learning to play the piano on YouTube. Um, yeah. But you're professionally trained. Well, I mean, so I taught myself a couple songs, like, by ear when I was a kid, like maybe five or six. And then I... I was, was in choir at a young age. I was like a classically trained singer. And so in high school, one day, I was like, well, I want to learn some, I wanted to learn the song to ask uh, this girl out, basically. And I went to YouTube and like, it took me like an hour to learn this one song. And I was like, whoa, that was really fast. Like, it, just, it was just weird how fast I learned that. And so after that, I immediately started learning another one, but I could only learn at school because that's where the piano was. So it was like a gradual thing. And then over that year, I just started playing piano every day. And I was maybe six, 15, 16. And I just realized that I had something, like something was really there. So the following year, I decided to audition for Berkeley College of Music on my own song. I started writing my own music. And yeah, I got in. And then, so I, at college, once I got to college, I started getting classically trained. I had like lessons and stuff, which is that's, that, that really helped, <laughs> obviously. And so, f- yeah, I like, I taught before college, I taught myself piano. So, five, six years old, you were teaching yourself how to play? Kind of, I guess so, technically, yeah. Yeah, because I, I mean, you know, at five, six, I could, I could barely tie my shoes. And, um, I still struggle with it, let's be honest, but you know, Hey, um, I'm, I'm almost to the age where I can start sporting the Velcros and, um, and that will be, you know, that will be amazing because it will really help me embrace my laziness. And so (laughs) this album, and so the album, the title track of the album is new June. That's the name of the album. And, um, you released this on June 19th and, and that's fairly significant. For anyone that doesn't realize that, yeah. was that intentional? Yes, 
and uh, I had already scheduled it to be released on June 19th before George Floyd's murder, which made it all the more one delicate to release an album on because I was like, oh man, like, I don't want to release something so about me or anything like now that during such an emotional time. But um, yes, it was intentional just because it was, you know, I, I am a black man in this world and it's been a hard journey to be able to, you know, just say my piece and to finally get a moment to say something. And I just felt like it would be an emotional day for me. And so I just picked the most significant day coming up and Juneteenth was it. Nice. As yeah. far as something that resonated personally. And so tell me about the tell me about the song New June. Well, New June, after I wrote If and When It Ends, because I wrote I wrote and recorded all of these after If and When It Ends in the end of April, month of May. I did this whole all four songs in that one month. And with New June, I just kind of felt like I needed a beginning. Like I needed somewhere to start because this is going to be what I say and this is going to be how people are introduced to what I sound like. And I'm loud and I'm focused, but I, 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 I like to take my time to kind of get there. So I just started with this meandering piano line and I recorded that down. And then all of a sudden, I just... I would just just belt it out. I was just thinking about the last time I was on the train and how everyone was barely in masks. And that was the last time I was around people I didn't know. And I realized that June wasn't that wasn't gonna happen again. This June. Like and it would need to be new. And I knew that I wanted the album to come out in June. So when I just immediately realized I was like I took the train, you know, it made a stain. And I, I mean, I, a lot of my lyrics, I'll have like rough drafts of, but I'll, most of them are improv, and then I write down what I say. I just said, I need a new. And I just had it from there, pretty much. Nice. And so, you know, we're going to, we're going to do the, we're going to start the video podcast. And one of the things I'm going to do is, um, I'm going to put every, every, every musician that's on, I'm, I'm definitely putting them on the spot of, Hey, would you, would you be willing to sing something? Um, just right there, you know, g- grab your yeah. drums, whatever it is, however it is you get down, let's do it. And, and you did it without asking. And I love that. Um, I absolutely love this album. I, I love that. I love the music. I, I love the idea of you releasing it when you did why you did and um i think the idea of having a voice and being able to use it and and having this comfortability of knowing that your voice is valid is very important well thank you the the validation is is the the self-validation is hard to hard to it was hard to ascertain i tell you what I can imagine. I think, um, you know, we, um, and so we have lived in a world for a long, long time that, that has not been incredibly accommodating to people, um, based on race and gender and sexuality and, and, you know, identity. 
And, um, you know, I think a lot of the response of 2020 was that, um, you know, people tried to initially approach it as if this was an epiphany or it was a brand new thing. And, um, I, I think societally we were, we were very, very aware of, of, what the situation in the world was and, and, you know, to what degree and what level we participated or ignored or didn't acknowledge. Um, I yeah. think, you know, and, and so, I agree. It's definitely raised people's like, con- like consciousness and like awareness of like, just what's going on with other people. When yeah. you're, um, when, when I, the first time I heard if, and when it ends, I, um, I thought of all of these things. I, I thought of absolutely everything that was going on at the time, from the isolation to the issues of race to to all of the issues that your mind will wander to um, once that once the floodgates are open and you're you're starting to just really be honest with who you are and, and what type of world you live in and. Um, I, I think that the song was just absolutely unbelievably good. And um, it doesn't surprise me that you've gotten, what did you say, like a thousand downloads in the last week? Uh, New June, the song has gotten to 2,500. In the last week? 2,500 like, listens and streams and stuff. That's nice. In the past week. But that before is... that, it was only at like 600. So we're... An exponential increase. Well, we're going to, and, and so, and that's the whole purpose of you being here is that we need to to always be willing to introduce artists to to new venues, and so venues are closed right now, and and so this is your venue, this is your opportunity to to be an artist and to be you, and and to be comfortable and to introduce people that have no idea somehow who you are that I am Justice Hill and, and I have yeah. a voice. Yes, I, I really, really appreciate the, uh, the invitation to be here. I, I appreciate you being here. And so we have, um, we have actually been trying to do this for a while and I've been super yeah, a few busy. Weeks. One, month, maybe a month, maybe, maybe a month and a half, but yeah, listen, it's a, it's a shockingly busy time. It is. In a relatively unbusy world. I mean, a busy world, but not 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 the same way. And so you've um, you've completed New June. You are working on a new album. Um, mm-hmm. Trying to figure a new album. Oh, it's completed. It's done. Oh yeah, I'm waiting for the masters. As we, I just got done talking to the mastering engineer. And, it's done. And so you know when the album. <laughs> When the album drops, you you have to come back and we can debut a we can debut a track or two. And Absolutely, I, am well, I was gonna I was gonna I was gonna maybe send you a couple of tracks after after this. I'll send, I'll email I'll email you a link to hear, hear what, what what's going on with those. Yeah, yeah, I would absolutely love to hear those. That's um that's unbelievable. So you've accomplished so much, stuck at the house and um. Yeah, I'm trying to. I'm trying to emerge as a butterfly. Baby. <laughs> that's what I said. I've, I've I've been treating this as a, as a cocoon. I think that's amazing. I think um, I think to a degree, a lot of people have. Um, 
You know, I spent the first few months just being a loaf about and um, doing a nothing lot of nothing. That. And it, it gives you opportunity to to reflect and to come up with your own if and when it ends moment and be able to say, I, I need to do something. I need to do something different. I need to create. I need to change. I need to, you know, whatever it is we need to do. And so I think from that perspective that isolation has in some ways been incredibly good. And so, uh, that's, go ahead. that's the painful, that's the painful irony. Uh, I mean, like I was, I was speaking to a close friend of mine the other day. And it's, like, it's like, I mean, things, times are so tough and things are so bad, but I mean, in, you know, if you can't find a way to improve yourself, you know, it's just going to stay that way. So like, I'm just, there's, there's some good, there's some light in all this darkness as well. Hopefully. And so Hopefully. when, if, and when it does end, are you, um, what's the first thing you're going to do? Um, well, definitely gonna, if and when it does end, I'm going to be hopefully the busiest I've ever been in my life. <laughs> uh, just play as many shows as possible, but you know, uh, in all honesty, and this seems kind of lame, but one of the first things I'm going to do is go to like either Six Flags or uh, maybe like Cedar Point or something, or maybe somewhere less crowded. I want to ride. I want to ride a roller coaster so bad. I find myself watching roller coaster riding videos all day long. Like that's my guilty pleasure right now. I, I don't know what's wrong with me, but I'm just that's it. That's what I'm craving. No, I get that. I um, and so we um. We went, um, I'm in Kansas, I'm in the Kansas city area. And, um, and so we have, right. And so we have family in Chicago and, um, we, um, you know, we had a trip planned. We were, we were coming, we were on our way. And so we're eventually moving to Chicago. Um, we cannot wait, but, um, I know, but, um, and so in the meantime, you know, we, we had plans this year that we were, we were going to come visit and there's a lot that we want to do. And one of the things we wanted to do was go to the museum and it's closed. And so, oh, the, yeah, go to the museum. Yeah. And so the oh. museum here, we have the, the Nelson Atkins museum of art and, and it's good, but, um, yeah. And so it was closed, obviously, and it reopened, and they only allow a certain number of people in, and obviously you can't touch anything. Everybody has to wear a mask, and they're sanitizing stuff everywhere. They they close a couple days a week and, and clean. And, you know, the eventuality is, as we risked it, we were like, I just needed art so bad. So I badly. I needed oh to God. see something that someone else had created, and I thought, you know, if we go to Branson, we're going to get judged. And, um, and we would never do that. But, um, (laughs) when when you said six flags, I immediately in in my head, I am just roaring with laughter because I want to say, well, six flags or Branson's open. Um, cause it's, you know, (laughs) Oh, is it really? Well, that's the thing. It has been. There were a couple open this like summer and stuff. I, I, I I saw it. I was like, "Mm, no, like, I, I, like, yeah. Just didn't seem like a good idea at the time. Like everybody's just no, there, and it, it, it didn't seem like a good idea at all. Like, I, I couldn't even convince myself to even dangle, like dance with it. But you know, all, it's going to be all the better once things open back up. Yeah, I, 
you say in the museum it makes me think of going to the Shedd Aquarium up here, or like I like I like planetariums too. Gosh, it's been tough. Or even the I mean the movies will probably be one of the first things I do. To be completely honest. You know what would be awesome, you and so we we definitely want to go to the aquarium as well, and and so that was another trip that that um you know went to the wayside, but um I could almost see you um recording something in the planetarium that could that could be super cool. I wonder if you that could get be, that off. Uh, I I hope in the future I can. There's, I, have, I have a lot of space oriented material coming out in the future. So that would be cool. That would be awesome. And so, tell me, tell me about, tell me a little bit about that. I'm very nosy. Oh, the space-oriented thing. Yeah. Well, I guess. Well, this this next album isn't it, but my, the album, the next album I'm releasing is like eleven songs. It's like a full concept album. But the one after that, I just started writing. It's like a space. It's like a, it's like it's going to be my love letter to Pink Floyd. And it's going to be very space-oriented as well. That's all I can say about it. I um. I am a huge Pink Floyd fan. Um, yeah, they're my favorite band. Really? Yeah. That's, um, and so Pink Floyd, The Wall, I was 12 years old. And so yeah. I'm I'm old. And so 12 years old, that was the first full-on rock album that, that I held in my hands. Actually held it in my hands, put it on the turntable, dropped the needle, and played. And it wasn't my album. It was, it was lent to me. And... Um, it unlocked a lot um, of possibilities, you know, not musically, yeah. but just um, imagination. So it's really interesting that that is your favorite group. Yeah, I mean, yeah, one of my best friends growing up, uh, I'd never been introduced to even the Beatles, wildly enough. My parents were having kind of young, so they listened to like hip hop and like modern pop music. I never really listened to like rock. I like classic stuff and one day like I'm 14, 15 like over my friend's house and he like brings out a CD, a CD player and like, hey, do you know Pink Floyd? I'm like, no. And he turns on Animals. I mean, and like my life had just changed that moment. Yeah, that's an amazing album. Um, excellent yeah. album to start with. Um, yeah, right? Really an excellent album. And so who's the... What's the weirdest music that you like? Do you have like a guilty pleasure, like something that you don't? Because um, we'll, when we'll keep that between us, no one, no one listens oh, to the me? podcast anyway. Okay, well, I'm a, I'm a big fan of like, I listen to like Charlie XCX, like bubblegum pop music. I'm a big fan of. Nice. I had yeah, a, I'm just like obsessed with it. That's awesome. I had a, I had a guest recently who unbelievably talented and his um one of his very favorite musicians is taylor swift who i cannot stand i i i'm not a hater i absolutely no, I'm not, I'm, respect her um <laughs> I, you know i re, i respect her I'm, I, I'm with you on that one i i'm not i, I don't hate her like i think she's very talented i'm just not a fan of her right and you, it's easy to look at somebody and say you know you um you definitely have a, a business sense and understanding of, of what is marketable and how to how to do that. And so I don't hate that at all. I, I respect that very much. Just not for me. And, I, and I'm, that doesn't make it bad. It just makes yeah, it And I don't think it's not, not all music for every single person. You know, not, not everybody has to like, like, like different stuff. Yeah. But I'm, I'm with you. I'm definitely with you there. 
Awesome. And so we, we have a lot of com a lot in common musically, and that's nice. Um, that is nice. And so New June. Um, let's let's give yeah, it a listen. New June. Yes.
absolutely unbelievable, man. In the dining room <laughs> with Justice Hill. Oh yeah. Wow. That's just that's insane. And so what do you you know when you when you're done and and so you're you know, you're you're rolling up chords, you're standing in the dining room and, and this is what you've just done and, and you're playing it back listening to it. Um Yeah, I have I have a really long uh headphone cable that I have because I like to dance when I listen to my recording and stuff. I can see that. So, um, yeah, like while well, I clean up, I listen to the song, you know, 5,000 times and kind of just get to work on it. Unbelievable. And and so there's 11 tracks on the new album and I cannot wait to hear it. I can't believe I missed the ball on that. And so had I, had I known that, and I kind of, I actually, I think I kind of knew that, but I think we've been it's been so difficult for us to find time to sit down that I kind of honestly lost track of, of that there was that you were doing something new and and it was in the works. I wasn't aware that it was done in that I could have played something brand new. No, Uh, no, no. We actually can't share it yet. We can't share it yet. Okay. 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 I will share some with you though after this. Right. If you'd like. You know, I, and so I recently, I don't know, maybe a month ago, I think, maybe a little less. Um, I had, um, I don't know if you listen to the show, but I had Dr. B, who is, um, he's an EDM artist. He's unbelievable. DJ of the year. Um, and that was, you know, Funk, Ma- Funk Master Flex was on the panel that voted him DJ of the year. And so that's kind of a big deal. But, and so he yeah. he debuted a new song on the episode and it was unbelievable. And, um, and so he sends it to me, and the album and the song actually is not even available until the 29th of this month. And so the only way to hear it is to listen to my show, which is great. Um, oh, I gotta go back and listen to that one. Oh yeah, it's pretty good. And so he um, he sends me the track, and I listen to it, and I'm just like, "Fuck me, this is amazing." And so <laughs> right, and and so I don't even live I don't live alone, and so professional pride doesn't even allow me to play it for them. And like, I just don't play it because the, the thing is, is that it was given to me, it was entrusted and this is going to be played at this time and it's not even available. And so I wanted to send it to everybody. I wanted everybody to hear it, but I couldn't. Yeah. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah. That's the struggle. I've been, I have like a few confidants. Like for people I've, I've had, you know, in my close circle for, you know, 10, 10 years, I've been writing all this music and, you know, waiting to like launch. So I have a few people pretty close to me that I trust like them to be like, yeah, this is good or not. Uh, and I, you know, I share the album with them and you know, every like three or four days, one of them gets really drunk and they're like, Hey man, guys need to share this with somebody. I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Like I got to talk him down like a hostage negotiator or something. That's so awesome. Put the album link down. That is insane. No, but it's, 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 I'm, I am I'm very excited about this. If you like New June, I think you're going to really, really like the next. I can't the, wait. The next, the next project. I can't wait. And so um, <laughs> when when is that? When will it be released? Well, I mean, uh, it's going to be released in April. Okay. 
uh, some of the album as well. Okay. And, and, and so your music right now is available digitally uh, pretty much everywhere. Digitally pretty much everywhere, yeah. Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube, wherever you find. Okay. There's Justice Hill. This, lately I've been doing this. I've been Googling Justice Hill musician. I just did that. Just, That's what I did. Well, yeah. It was Justice Hill. And I have proof that I am. Because there's, like there's like a football player or basketball player or something that I yeah. I came up with, and I'm like, this is not the guy that I'm going to be talking to, because that's when I, the very first time I ever Googled you, that came up, and I'm like... You know, I'll tell you right now, when, I, when, 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 he, when he beat me to the punch of fame, I was... <laughs> there, there was a day when I was like, damn it! <laughs> yeah. You're going to show up first. But that <laughs> happens. There's like two, there's two James Blake's, there's a bunch of people with different names. I know. And I, so, think, I think both of us are going to be able to live. I am. And so my, my, my full name is Robert Reed and no yeah. one, when I, the, the good thing is, is kids are mean, but they're not clever. And so yeah. when I was right, when I was a kid, um, tall, skinny, red hair. And, and so I got the Opie Taylor thing all the time, which, you know, is just incredibly <laughs> original. And, yeah. uh, and so the entire time, I, I share the, the same name as the father on the Brady Bunch. And no one, I, I was like in my 30s before someone realized that. And I've only had like one or two people in my entire life say, hey, isn't that the name? And yeah. Um, oh my, wow. I know. And, um, and so, you know, I should be so much more famous than him. But, you know, <laughs> it, it is what it is. Justice Hill, Robert it's Reed. Tomato, tomato, yeah. you know, we'll, we're working our way, we're working our way up. We'll figure we'll figure it out. And so, exactly. um, name recognition be damned. I know, I know. And so in April, the, the, the new album drops, I would, yeah. um, I would love to have you back. I would love to sit down and see what you've, you know, what you've done the last few months. Um, and that obviously could be anything. I mean, you've, you've, You've done two albums in lockdown, and um, so I think the the possibilities are endless. But I would love to sit down and talk about the new album when it comes out, and and listen to it together, and introduce the guests to it if they are not following you by then. And um, uh, sounds good. I look awesome, and so I will. Uh, uh, I, I look forward to that. Wonderful, this, wonderful. This has been a great time. This has been a great talk. I've enjoyed all of this. I have too. And I'm glad we so finally found the time to, to do it. And I'm even yeah. happier that we're going to do it again. And I'm, I'm really excited about that. Justice, Me too. Me too. Thank you so much for being on the show. And, and, and thank you for the music. We, we love the music and we wish you the best of success. And we can't wait to talk to you again in April and, and see what the new music is, is going to reveal about you and about your journey. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. Thank you for having me, Robert. I look forward to talking to you again.